0: And that's why they're like, can't, there's no way to cure him, is the point. Anyway, hello, welcome. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome to The Artist War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> welcome to Stream Street Shoot Day, three and a half billion. Uh, I'm joined today by Mr. Dayton O'Bray from the party oh, at the All Points. It's and the also... weekend of Dayton.
1: The weekend uh, week... of Dayton.
0: Weekend of Dayton. That's what it is. Weekend of Dayton. Um, uh, the Spoon Meta is here. That's what it is. The big the big
1: spoon of metal. There's, there's no need for draw there's no need for uh backgrounds anymore. That's it. No. It's the spoons. In fact, everyone's gonna get my background and use that in Skype now. I gotta upload it. <laughs> you should take a picture and then people could use yours like
0: they're at your house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more morning everyone. Up. Uh, morning. I know it's afternoon. Depends on, on on how you're all doing. But hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Lovely to see you, Dayton. Thanks for being on the show. Um, I'm going to say hello to everyone in the chat. Jim Conius, Tomb King Tristan. Hello, Dayton. it. Dan, don't get hooked. Gypsy Danger. Uh, Scott B. Talented man. MJ Pegasus. What's up, Owen? Yes, meatballs. Speckles. What oh everyone's happened? here. What a bunch of legends. <sighs> what a bunch of legends. All like, these we-
1: people are so much better than me. They should be on, not me. Oh, shut up. Shut up.
0: The, uh, we were talking about, just off air, that one of the things that's most interesting at the moment is that there is very little news uh, on what is normally a news section. Normally we got a her... great
1: sister that got released. She's pretty cool.
0: Oh, Sister Battle? Yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. I guess probably the hot news. The hot news. Oh, thanks to everyone who listens on the podcast. Love your puns. <laughs> And thanks to everyone, obviously, who watches uh, the YouTube videos, even though the YouTube guys are starting to become really self-depreciated. They're like, hey, Rob, just one of the YouTube fuckers here. Um, thanks for the <laughs> content. Also, fuck you. And I'm like, let's go, boys. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, Man,
1: of... YouTube's really getting into a hole,
0: eh? <laughs> YouTube guys just don't care. They're like, they're like, what up? We're All 16 of us, we formed a team, we're ready. Uh, so, I love you guys, and thanks to everyone on the podcast, and Patreon, of course. Literally, if you subscribe to Patreon, you make it so I can live, so uh, you'll very much appreciate it. Um, uh, I guess the hot topic news is, have we seen the White Dwarf leak, uh, Dayton? Have oh, you with, seen...
1: the, uh, with the big model, the big death model in the background, Giant... with the potato camera. We're back to yeah. potato camera stuff.
0: Yeah, we're back to the potato camera shot. Well, it's more that they put up an image of their new White Dwarf, and then... When you enhanced, enhance, enhance, Hans. enhance, uh, you ended up, yeah, just enhance, clear, clear it up, press that button that, that clears up digital images on a 1995 uh, Windows <laughs> 3, whatever machine, smashed it. Um, yeah, the uh, it looks like there's a new death monster, and it looks so there's some rumors, there's some rumors in the rumor mill. I will, I, I will tell you said rumors. The rumors are that uh radikar has a radikar unleashed version and that's his model that's what we're seeing uh torion thanks for resubscribing huh. uh? okay okay uh huh
1: okay uh-huh. 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 i'm reading that book right now it's really good
0: yeah so there's a, there's a radikar unleashed and so it's a we thought it would be a vampire who was sat atop a dragon but what if it was a vampire who is a dragon No. Silence in the room. Silence in the room. I'm gonna need more from you, Dayton. You're, no. you're gonna have to no. get involved in the conversation. Can't just be a no, no, otherwise I then have to think of a whole new question and the show really grinds to a halt about twenty minutes in when i am asked eighty. <laughs> uh,
1: no. Like we haven't had any shape shifting uh, vampires yet. Um... Well, well
0: we've got we've already seen a leak of one. Remember that, um, the clam pack box art? Well, no, the clam pack kind of image of the lady vampire whose hair is turning into bats. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's like her. That's
1: like her. But bat form is cool. That's part of the whole lore. It's not dragon form. Like fa- vampires are tough enough as it is. They don't need to turn into dragons too.
0: <laughs> I think I think dragon form vampires is because that's what we want, right? We want Age of Sigmar to mish up mish up mish up and mash up. A a collection of genres, or genre genre smashing is what I think the, I think that's what H Sigma has been described as before. Genre smashing.
1: So they're yeah. just going to do stuff now off of Pixar. Whatever Pixar movie comes out, they're just going to come up with models now.
0: No, Pixar Pixar movies are very specific. Pixar like Pixar are like, what if toys had feelings? And then they're like, what if cars had feelings? What if that, fish? They did
1: had that. Feelings? They did that last one. Uh, that just came out. Uh, Coop, uh, so, what uh what was it called? The Chinese one with the girl
0: yeah but and they she do finds the dragon all they do is really ask yeah this is all they're ever doing they're like do uh yeah do cars have feelings do feelings have feelings is one of the ones <laughs> they've done do souls have feelings now i think they're asking do chinese have feelings i'm not sure what they're like what their process is i think they're running out of ideas if i'm honest
1: uh um, inside was probably their best one
0: was it what's the one with about the feelings
1: that's the inside one.
0: Yeah, it? yeah, that's my that's my favorite too. That's the one. Um, uh, so they uh, use that just...
1: in like child programs, eh?
0: Yeah, they should. They should. Are you like angry? Express, I'm red you know, man. What?
1: Where do you? What are you? Where are you in the feeling chart?
0: I'm all over it. Uh, and right, I like when what...
1: they pan to the dad because the anger is the one that's the leader of the group, <laughs> and sadness <laughs> is the one that's uh, uh, in charge of the mum. <laughs> <It's like>, oh, <laughs> that's deep. That's, that's deep. so
0: deep. <laughs> Right, let me see what everyone in the chat's is saying. Um, Pete Pratt says there should be a tournament idea, Podcast Hydro Homies versus the YouTube Gang. Um, I feel like uh, the amount of...
1: Uh, the amount YouTube of the Gang gritty- would just go to your house and beat the crap out of you once you beat <laughs> them though. They <laughs> 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 come out and your car tires are slashed. You're like, what? It's a YouTube yeah, they, out of the window. <laughs> and they just be like
0: two, two middle fingers up as they drive off. like, get to the tournament now, bitches. Right, YouTube Gang are serious. Um... <laughs> Uh, Right, hello, Colonel Cabbage, what's going on? Uh, Jens Morgan says, I'm so worried about the Soulblight Gravelords release, I wonder why. Um, Speckles is very happy, he's like, dragon plus vampire equals happy Speckles, that's right up his street.
1: So if that's Morgan, the reason why he's (laughs) worried about the death release is he's going to update all of his shitty old rules that he's been abusing down in (laughs) Australia forever, that's why he's worried.
0: He's super worried. (laughs) Within
1: six, that's gone now, but sorry, fully within 12 now.
0: (laughs) No, it's going to be wholly within twelve once per battle. Is yeah. the... you never want to start reading rules at once? Point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a voice who is a dragon riding another dragon. It's perfect. Um, Silver Death. they all Written about? Written by Eddie Murphy. Huh?
1: Written by Eddie Murphy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, bless him. His his career really went downhill. Poor Eddie Murphy. Right. Um. Pixar uh, pictures are generally what can they do to make adults cry? Stupid acted. I agree. Uh, yeah. Um, Don't I'll watch just...
1: Kipball. Have you watched Kipball before? No. It's a short story about a uh, dogfighting ring with a pit oh, bull no. that gets abused, and there's no. a cat that he befriends in the yard. It's legit. shit. My wife and I, my partner and I, um, Nicole, who we all know, uh, bawled our fricking eyes out, man. It's it's too much. Like they've gone too far. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't want a part of that. Is what I'm gonna say. Um, it's not. What's um in the chat? Uh, uh, Smorgan <laughs> is pointing out uh, that he thinks this is really important. Mm. That it's all the S-based battle tomes that are rubbish: Silverneth, Slanesh, and now finally Soulblight. Like, so he thinks the bin guy gets given the S <laughs> battle tomes. What so do you they think?
1: Alphabetically <laughs> give up the books. What about Seraphon? <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, oh, yes, yeah, Seraphon. Damn it. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, Speasts of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That's exactly how it works. <laughs>
1: what
0: are you painting? Uh, what am I painting? Uh, hello, uh, podcast bros. This is what I'm painting. I'm currently painting up the tavern. So um, after so you may have noticed no progression since yesterday, and it's that's because a, it's not a red barn. No, because this is on the dwarven board, different board. Um, yeah. uh, still to be named uh, what the dwarven board is called. Although uh, this is now um, uh, 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 this is now uh, named by um, uh, Jacob Berry. He named the tavern as uh, I think he called it uh, Joe's uh, Joe's Paganos or something. Uh, that's what the tavern yeah. is now named. Uh, sexy so joe tavern yeah <laughs> uh but you guys may have noticed since i left you guys yesterday had a very exciting chat with uh, uh the stats crew um and so uh tonight or tomorrow i'll be looking through some very very sexy data um uh, that the stats crew have put together uh, for the monday show very excited about the monday show now um so we were on the phone for a while kind of talking about fields and some of the images we wanted to show and stuff so that's really look that's really exciting especially like there aren't ton, there isn't tons of tournament data for this season. So like, we only do yeah. data via season. We don't do it over all time because that would be mental. Um. Uh, but the uh, yeah. So we we've only got what's been going on like since the launch of the GHB. So there hasn't been a lot of events, obviously, because of COVID. But it still pushes up some very very exciting data. So I was taking, we were taking a while to look at that last night, which I thought was really good. Specifically, some of the battle plans, um, or who does well into who, like Zinch <laughs> dominate. And I mean, dominate. Like, they, like, fully take off their clothes. They're wearing some leather strap-ons. And they dominate um, uh, Lumineth Lords. Like, absolutely, like, take them to town, which I think is quite interesting. And, unsurprisingly, what do you... Like, The each have a win... um, Like, something like an 82% win rate on one of the battle plans. Which battle plan do you think it is? Don't forget, this is across all... This is really important. This is across all of the sub-factions. So, thinking about the battle plans, which one do you think it would be good
1: on? Uh... Scorched Earth? Uh,
0: Well, no. I would think that they would be bad on that, because they generally struggle to put bodies around the board, or they play as a castle. So, Archeon uh, flies off and does some work, or uh, they have to kind of sit around like a Zeechian uh, Eternal Conflag kind of flame a change host castle. So that, I would expect that to be one of their weak ones kind of going in, which I thought was That was fun. not
1: the experience I had against each. <laughs> <laughs> the experience I had against each was spells are flying everywhere. My shit is turning into spawns behind my back line. And now I'm fighting over territory that I thought was secure. <laughs> and, a, and a hero moving up 16 inches and then tell, or, uh, summoning in a bunch of demons on another objective.
0: I think uh I think your just a quick side note, I think your daughters of Cane list could do some real work at a tournament. Like real work.
1: Like, yeah, I'm painting uh, that right now. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you uh, know so. what else who ha- what? Uh, <laughs> Realm Words have a struggle against? People that are battleshock immune. <laughs> 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 sorry, <laughs> Enzo, really, That was not really your matchup to win. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, actually it's uh it's Battle for the Pass. They have like nearly an eighty two percent win rate on Battle for the Pass. Which kind of makes sense, right? One of the things I've talked about a lot is how Zincha really, um, like, an 18-inch army. That's where their threat ranges are. That's where they exist. But, like, something like Archeon or even Flamers could play super well into Battle for the Past. Super good. Um, uh, 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 But, yeah, like, really, really, really interesting. So that's one of the really fun bits of data that we're looking at is how armies perform in battle plans. As time goes on, we're hoping to be able to, like, put more of that in. So I spent a while doing that yesterday, and then I've been stripping the venue. Um, I was uh, I was doing some manual graft yesterday, stripping uh, a back wall so I can paint it later today and sand some stuff. Um, so yeah, no real time to carry on with the terrain painting. Just trying to get the venue looking super sharp for the super series, uh, which is only three, four weeks away. Three weeks away. Yeah, that's not awesome. very long.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised by Zeech. So my list, uh, for those who don't know, it's basically fifty <laughs> Medusas, and they just I guess shove it all up in your face and I put you in a corner. Um, most armies struggle with that, like Enzo did basically, where you just you commit your whole army to the center and then I control the rest of the board, right? Mm-hmm. But I found with Zeech, like once I killed Archeon, it still he still was able to project himself out across the board instead of just where I can find him. And that was a big big uh, that's what made it really close. Like so it came down to a dice roll to win that game. Okay. Um even after I killed Archeon. So that was the big surprising part about Zeech. I, I played against that list a lot because Bud the one and only, the best man in the world, uh, has been running that list a lot because Tina gave him crap and <laughs> said, Why you're a nice guy, but you don't have to run like crappy lists. <laughs> <laughs> so he took that to heart, you know? I mean, he listens
0: to Tina. That's really important. I think a you lot should. of us... Could, Everyone
1: think, should listen to Tina.
0: <laughs> agreed. Agreed. She's wonderful. I think a lot of us could um, uh, uh, do a little bit more. <laughs> I had a really interesting chat with a yes- guy yesterday came to the venue because he wanted to talk about me streaming some of the Hobbit tournaments. And we got into this conversation, which I always do when I meet new people who've never really interacted with the show. And he was just like, yeah, we really want to create a space for narrative gamers and competitive gamers. And I was like, there aren't narrative and competitive gamers. And he was like... <laughs> Yeah, there are. I was like, no, there are good gamers and there are bad gamers. End conversation. And he was just like, I was like, you're telling me that my pro, like, competitive gamer dudes aren't also narrative gamers? Because you're 100% wrong. Like, like, like you, I, anyone, like, I could run, Owen was running, like, a Viridian Pathways. Like, um, Sylvaneth Arm. You're telling me that's not narrative? That's literally, that's literally a city and a battalion inside the city with, like, two layers of narrative that's not competitive, that he's pushing, but playing at a competitive level. A good gamer, yeah? F- some fucking guy who rolls two plus on a dice roll. The only
1: thing we don't play I is don't Path forgets, of Glory.
0: Idiot. Huh?
1: The only thing we don't play is Path of Glory.
0: Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was gone. Um... <laughs> Right, uh, let me just see what everyone in the chat says Because love you tons Gittly, what up? Uh, Colaroo, you live in Nottingham, Colaroo Did not know that, that's really fun If, if you want on Twitter, message me on there That's where I'll answer Twitter or WhatsApp If anyone messaged me anywhere else, unlikely um, I like how some people message me on three different platforms At different times To be like, Which, wh- where's he at today?
1: Yeah, um, I'm starting to do that now, thank you <laughs> Leave I, me literally alone, sh- I literally finished my shift because I work seven on seven off. I finished my shift Tuesday, and I message on WhatsApp saying, "Hey, uh, if I'm off for seven days, if you need me on the show or whatever, uh, I'll, I'll help out. Nothing." And I seen you struggle to find people, so that I messaged you on Facebook saying, "Hey, I can come on." You're like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> it's so just, have, it's great. just."
0: I've just been doing. So, let you know what I've been doing behind the scenes. Because, I mean, who gives a fuck? I'm just talking. Like, but I'll let you know. I've been. So, I've been booking at all the events that we're holding at the arena. That's a lot to process. Stats stuff is. Do you have a pager? Like. (laughs) Get me on my beeper. That would work. But, like, I'm also planning, like. Great. i'm a very bad planner so like i've been planning all the events that we've got later in the year like we're going to be at the london gt or bobo or if worlds happens which those guys haven't got back to me so whatever like wtc like there's a lot of other people i'm like okay can you five or six people you come into this event with me yes i am so it's not just the event it's also staffing the event and a bunch of other stuff and some of you might think that's really easy but for me that's something i really generally struggle with so like um I have to sit in front of a computer and like and then the problem is I have to message someone on my phone and then I'm like oh why don't I look at this stuff instead no stop this so um,
1: you would you would struggle very much with online schooling
0: I, yes I do I do struggle massively with that stuff so uh, hey dreadwords what's going on
1: um we're the same the that's why I, <laughs> that's why I'm relating
0: but we're going to so many events is the point i want to try and get at? that's where i'm at we're going to so many events or we're holding so many events it's really fucking exciting like there's loads i was watching um i tuned in yesterday to some guys who are doing um uh is it the uh, dallas open or there's a 40k oh yeah the dallas gt yeah so they pushed their first stream out yesterday terrible but (laughs) like i watched it for like you know 20 minutes yesterday just to kind of see what they were up to and ch- just throw some advice in the chat they like there was some guy was like how's my audio i was like terrible because you're like he was like this far from he was like this put it near your fucking face uh <laughs> <laughs> Which just like anyway it was really sweet and i was really enjoying it and also oh my god it was so good they had mic'd up players and they started having a like really a passive aggressive row for the 20 minutes oh, i was watching nice. and i was like Hoo-ho-ho! we should mic up players this is way more fun
1: <laughs> uh jeff robinson is like the was the one of the best people to mic up like that was his that was part of his game like his game was getting in your head and you wouldn't play your game because he's just like ripping you apart. It was great. Like he, he played you on all fronts. And that guy was awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, um,
0: uh, uh, bad audio. Uh, I like the sound of this. It's just, it was great. But um, I don't know where I was going with this point. Some I don't know, somewhere. Who knows? Oh,
1: all oh, the just, tournament's uh, been played.
0: Yeah, but I was just hype. Even though, like, the stream was shit. And that's not because they weren't trying really hard. They were trying super hard. They were just new. They had one commentator, no table boss. Yeah? He was just listening and then talking. I was like, what is this mental shit? But my point, like, it was insane. But my point is, like... It got me so hyped I was like i can 't wait to be at events i can 't wait to people like have that energy and all those people in the room again and just have people like smashing people and like doing the commentary and doing the stream it's going to be so good. I was like really up for it and also now, with thanks to Ziggy and the stats crew we're going to have like cool stats oh. to show and stuff like i don't know. i'm just really i'm just really excited about that so that's my focus now is like like smog's making great little like um, YouTube videos shout out to yep. uh, Simon Hall making uh, some like cute ass little um uh, YouTube videos as well about stuff like in Cities Sigma. That's just great content, you know. Like all these other people, heyo, like that's stuff I could be doing, but I'm just like just fucking laser focus now on just doing event stuff. That's where I'm at. That's what yeah. I'm interested in. Like that's what I think we can deliver great content at. So I'm hyped, really hyped. Uh, There's a that, lot to that, say.
1: That's great. Um, sorry, I'm not sharing. I'm, I, I get like I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just here in Canada, we don't have a reality out of our pandemic yet. That's all. <laughs> so we're we're we could we're yeah that's where we're at so i had bud is not doing well and that's in that why is
0: too. he is he in a, like a big lockdown
1: uh we all are uh, we're on travel restriction like i can't go uh see my parents
0: that's rubbish but does travel I, restrictions in your state mean you can only move somewhere in, the, in a 300-kilometer radius, like the size of England? Well, is
1: you got to expand 300 kilometers for BC, but uh, <laughs> no, we're so BC's broken into three regions, and they're going to be doing, like, checkpoints and stuff, too. Oh, and well, they'll, that's a, they'll tag that's you rubbish. if you leave, but that's where we're at, right? I uh, got, like, like... One out of 500 people in Manitoba have COVID right now, so...
0: Oh, that's Not that
1: I'm um, Debbie Downery in the stream, but yeah, that's where we're at. So we're, no, we fine. won't be playing events. Uh, I'll be still doing TTS. I just hosted my third tournament okay, and I'll be starting on the fourth. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the lockdown that we had, uh, you know, just after Christmas well, like that, like yep. the kind of after Christmas period, that was a real rough time for me. Like that was right. a hard one. Because you like, guys so- were
1: getting to the point where you thought you were seeing an end
0: no no it wasn't that it was just because we didn't really like there was sort of like that we didn't hear until like i don't think february or late february maybe even march we heard kind of what the roadmap would be like uh again shout out to roadmaps being the best thing you can put out games workshop if you're listening intern listen hey intern (laughs) yeah write down yeah uh that's better what we're talking
1: about we're gonna throw GW (laughs) for the best summer along the lines
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I need to see that. Where can I watch it? it? says Gitly. Oh, um if you go and watch Oh fuck, I can't remember the E I E I oh, I can't remember. Oh. I'm so sorry. No, it was E I B I T <laughs> it might be E I B I T events? Or the stream was called something super weird. Um When do plans become roadmaps? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> <Where does> that... <laughs> when do roadmaps become robots? Road um, yeah, so I, actually, do you know what? Like, I recognize that. Thanks for pointing that out, Dave. and Apologies to everyone. Like, I'm just excited. It's still months and months away. Like, I. No, was we're planning... super happy
1: for you, and it's awesome to see everyone else get out and start playing again. Because yeah, like the vicariously Aussie guys. live through you.
0: You're like the Aussie guys in the in the Kiwis, they've yeah. just been like, "Lol, look at me outside having a great time." There was like a concert, wasn't there, in New Zealand? And I'm just like, why can't? Jacinda just be in charge of all the countries. Like, why isn't that? I think um, anyone who doesn't want Jacinda as your, your PM you're obviously wrong. Um, so, like, oh, women like, in
1: charge. Done.
0: Yeah. Well, no, because we also had Maggie <laughs> Thatcher. So <laughs> let's fucking let's raid it in a little bit. Uh, like, women can be cunts too. Let's just be super clear. Okay,
1: let's get women teachers in charge. <laughs> i'm just trying to can we just get new zealand in charge basically is what i'm saying
0: yeah oh uh born again manchild has nailed it e-i-b-i-t gaming is exactly what it was a born again manchild so go find at least they made it easy God. to find gitley yeah it's not easy to find but if you if you go find it i don't know what round i think i was watching round one and there was like it was like 30 minutes in and then there was the most passive aggressive fight between the two guys which was oh, really funny because i've never been in the military ever but um, I was like, excuse me, can you tell me who the players are, please? They're like, this guy, he's in the Air Force, and this guy's in the Army. And I was like, "And I was like, oh, no wonder they don't get odd. And all the chat were like, lol jokes, Army jokes. And I was like, I'm one of the guys. And then I left, because I wasn't one of the guys. And I had no idea what they were
1: talking well, that's, that's about. That's playing, playing miniature wargaming down in the States is coming across 80% or military, right? Military service of some sort. Oh, like, yeah. I was partying with these guys. Uh, we got to know each other because we were both like they're wearing their ranger panties is what they call them. It's what they wear underneath their gear. It's just like tight little boxers basically. And I was wearing, you know, revealing clothing too. So we started hanging out and stuff and they're like, Oh yeah, what do you do? I'm like, Oh, I'm a firefighter. And they're like, Oh, that's cool. Like, what do you do? They're like, Oh, we're Rangers. I'm like, you guys are like the special forces. Like, yeah, yeah. We jump out of planes all the time. I'm like, Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> Thanks for. Tell you what, that's what I think yeah. of anyone who jumps out of a plane. there in the special forces. That's exactly very
1: special. That's what I think. that's yeah, That's their thing. That's like when they uh, they I'm do the anniversary away. for uh, D Day, they go over there and they just jump out of planes on the oh. anniversary all the time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah,
1: what I'm saying is there are crazy sons of bitches that have killed a lot of people and you're playing wargaming against them. And it's sometimes you get hit with harsh realities of the people you're playing against. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, they're probably psychopaths. That's probably what it is. Like, <laughs> like, thank you. Like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, we'll leave that whole when subject like, alone. We're like,
1: I need two sixes on my No, we're, drop that, we drop your, it, we're leaving that
0: whole subject to the side. <laughs> you know, please, the choices please get you make.
1: two sixes. Please get I'm two sixes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not scared of someone because they've been in the military. Like, at all. Like, it doesn't fucking bother me at all I'm just like, cool, you're definitely unhinged mentally What an insane place to be um, And not as much as students But that's a different combo Right, move me off this subject By the way, I'd like everyone to know I've got little smorgie dice That's my little dice I've got oh, right awesome. here I found my smorgie dice yesterday when I was cleaning it up And uh, there we James go James
1: just sent me an email saying my markers And dice are on the way Thank you, James
0: Oh, uh, did you pick up some Honest war gamer objective markers?
1: I did, I did
0: uh, so I was reading uh, yesterday some reviews actually specifically just one specifically just from the bush and uh they were saying <laughs> that they didn't that they they didn't arrive well uh, and they're very bendy and I was like it's like saying a plate is very bendy don't bend it dickhead like they're not meant to be bent <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're plastic so if you're having issues heat it up uh? <laughs> like I don't know maybe it's bent permanently or something it's plastic. Yeah. You can fix that. Come on, we've been doing that forever. Forge World has trained us to just do. Don't be- uh, just don't bend. Edit. Just
0: don't bend your products. Is the is the right. simplest thing I can think uh, to give advice to that young gentleman. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like- these
1: modules, these models are really fragile when you throw them against the. <laughs> <laughs> GW get better.
0: Fair criticism, I guess. Uh, if you bend your stuff, they weren't designed for that. Um, my markers don't work well as a hat, says Mandalis. Who can I speak to about that? <laughs> I'll, g- I'll, get in, I'll get in touch with someone. Right, Twitch chat, James, ask us some you questions. You get in touch with James. <laughs> uh, ask us some questions. What can we, what can we answer for you today uh, as we hang out and paint? That's the word uh,
1: FAQ. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> I'm making a promise. I've made a promise to not really talk. I mean, I can talk about the game. Okay, the Dracari FAQ wasn't what people wanted because Jakari are very strong at the minute, and therefore, it's not great. What do you think?
1: Uh, This is all part of the plan, and just wait for the next codexes. And if you happen to have a prior codex that does not live up to that power level, lol, get a new army.
0: (laughs) I would love that to speak to the response all the time now. It's like, what about my army? Lol, get a new one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our sister models? Huh? Buy AdNet yeah. now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I play AdNet now, or Orcs, or Orcs. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I've heard good things about Orcs too.
0: Yeah, so if uh, if anyone is interested, the the general consensus I think from the competitive gaming community is that the Jukari are very strong. We talked about this on the time several shows, and uh, the FAQ did not do enough. So uh, the uh, but the strong that means that's actually a good thing, right? Because that puts the stonks up um, for Admech and also for Orcs. Like, the stonks are better because they're like... So basically, anything that hasn't had a new book, the stonks have immediately gone up on all of those.
1: Yeah, yeah because... the power level's real.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, unless they get... unless anyone gets, uh, like, uh, Sylvaneth or Sineshed, then... Or Towed Or well, but Tau, uh, no, Tao. No, Tao have got the a book to come if you think about yep. it. And don't forget, Drukari weren't doing badly, so they've taken Drukari. They weren't doing badly last edition either, at all. So they've got, they've gone. Okay, you guys need to be this much stronger. Think about it now. It's going to be so good.
1: Maybe it's just their elf theory. Theory, right? Make all elves great.
0: Uh, are Drukari better in 40k than Seraphon are in AOS? Yes. Yes. Uh, Kill panic. Um, they are. Uh, but there's also something to be said. There's actually something to be said about the win rate for Seraphon, which I like, I'd like to talk about a lot. Seraphon uh, was always one of the most popular f- factions played, even when they had one of the lowest win percentages ever. Like, that was, that was just... my
1: hardest matchup against, like when I went into uh, Hammer Time 8, that was mm-hmm. the list I was fearing was it, that matchup against Seraphon. And how Because it? it's so it's so swingy, right? Like, you, every game is going to be different against Seraphon. And it's all dependent upon if they get that double turn <laughs> and how well they guard their threats. Mm-hmm. Right? If you play against a good Seraphon player, that fucking list is brutal. Like, it's well, brutal to play I don't against. know
0: if you've read any of the stuff about, uh, Gitli's pointed out in the chat, if you've read any of the stuff about Jukari at the minute and how to play competitively into them. Um, but have you tried just not getting matched into them, the Seraphon? Yeah,
1: that, that's it. And I, that's how I got four wins and went to my fifth round undefeated and then played against Seraphon. Lol. Beat. oh
0: you nearly did it you just needed to avoid the matchup one more time you... like i would have
1: played that zeech list again no problem because i i know it and i i kind of know how to play against it it's very dice dependent on what you can get on Archeon, but it can be done seraphon it's like oh, you just you try you try and then it puts you back down to where you belong mm. <laughs> that's the uh like who matches the... well against seraphon seraphon huh? Who matches well against Seraphon?
0: Uh, I'll tell you the data on Monday. Um, uh, yeah. Like they they sit in that top bracket along with Zinč and um, uh, yeah they sit really well in the top bracket with Zinč and Ineth Deepkin and Daughters of kane uh, and Ko. But one of the things that you do have to really remember is number one, there's like a lot of the data that we've had sourced, uh, and also like there's been a big shame cloud. Over the top of Seraphon. Seraphon have been known to be very, very strong since book release. Like so, there's been a very large, like, shame cloud. I don't know what else to describe it as. But like, you know, um, uh, when Salam, I mean, don't forget Salamander's at one point eighty points, and this is all during lockdown. So like, I think there's been a, a kind of general feeling that people, people didn't take Seraphon to push themselves to do other stuff, especially on TTS. I would say. Um, I think that there was a kind of like I, you know, and I, I'm definitely I hold my hands up, I'm to blame for some of that. Like you know, like we were fairly critical of of the book and also the play style, and I think a lot of people were just like, cool, I'll try something else out, and they wouldn't necessarily. That was take a great
1: episode, away. by the way. Nathan reactions to Seraphon was probably one of the best episodes.
0: Really good, really good. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the so that's kind of I think maybe influenced the stats and the numbers to some degree. Uh, that's really important to kind of take away. I would argue. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'd I'd say that that's why they're not higher uh, in the win percentages and also because um, uh, generally they're taken by people who just want to have fun with dinosaurs as well. So, uh, like, I think... And that
1: list is still good. Huh? That list is still good. Taking one less damage against your big brutes. Yeah. Um, Skink Priest on Stegadon is, is... is actually a big threat. Mm. That does a lot of work.
0: Pete Pratt has just pointed out you can adapt to Seraphon. You just need to make big plays, take risks. Of course, that's yeah. uh, that's you. You basically just throw everything forward, hope for the double Dayton, uh, or avoid the matchup. Those are the those are the tricks of the trade. Like yeah. I don't know why you're not doing that. It makes yeah, sense. Like yeah, even
1: have a discussion with Ridge afterwards, I was like, what I went after because it's really hard to figure out what threat. Like, what do you put your effort into against Seraphon? Because there's so many threats. Mm-hmm. and uh, I went into the skinks, and he was like, yeah, that's part of the right call. No, he still kicked my ass, but that was the right call, and you're like, ah, <laughs> like, that's not what you <laughs> want to hear. You want to hear your game get proved, not like, yeah, he did all the right things. I double-turned, and you lost. Yeah, okay, sweet. So. Yeah, yeah. Like Owen <laughs> also- came in and said, Owen came in and watched our match and he for a little bit, and he was just like, yeah, I just given up, like, never take the first turn against Seraphon, because then that gives him a chance to get a double-turn. Yeah. That's, that's how you good. play Always good give them strategy. the
0: first. Uh, hey, Deviant Doc. Uh, Scott B makes a suggestion, which is also another good one. Have you tried just rolling sixes into them? Yeah. Get good. <laughs> Get good! <laughs> Thank you, TT, Chris. Lovely seeing you. How hey, do you Scott feel B, about- how
1: was it like to play against my snakes? I did not <laughs> enjoy that experience. <laughs> uh,
0: we're all trying to help data. I guess you could lead a horse to water and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that whenever... I'm not sure after this last year I could do like T-Sports coverage properly for like an audience that doesn't understand where we're at, you know, and I'm like where we're doing the coverage and it's just like, well, he should have just played better. He's like... No, he he's not winning this game. It's like he's just gonna play better, roll more sixes. I don't think people will know the deep level of I'm gonna have to unsarcastic my voice in some way. <laughs> like somehow get out get out of the in jokes. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to it's gonna be it's gonna Yeah be and mess. then you're
1: gonna have to you have to offer the Rob and Owen training camp for everyone <laughs> get, <laughs> for get Smorgan in there too.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's uh, gonna be a wild ride. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I, think. I
1: have no interest in 40k now. I'll come out what? and say How that. How come? I'm so deep in AOS now. And I'm what really loving it. Even the brokenness. Even the fact that we're talking about Seraphon being broken, I'll still take that game over 40k right now. Oh, I don't know if they're right
0: broken. Now. I just think they're very good. I think they're very yeah. good. I think in yeah, the hands they're very of a com- good. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I think in the hands of a competent player, they're very strong. The um, What is, uh, what, what is it you think about it, uh, Age of Sigmar that... Has or is there something about forty k? Like what? What? What is it that's kind of driven you from one to the other?
1: Maybe it's my expectations of ninth edition. The way that it started, I really thought they were going to get a handle of the power, and just keep everything general. <laughs> like I really just thought that they were going to have a really competitive game. Um, and now just seeing the power creep over and over and over again is just now. Pushed us back to where we were before. We're we're running into something that can only be fixed by, you know, either new books or a new edition. I don't think new edition. It's not even, even been a year.
0: Me- I think the core mechanics of how it works are fine. I think yeah. it's just. I just think. I just think some of the the power levels, some of the stuff, needs to be toned down. Uh, ultimately, um, I guess. I guess it sets a bad precedent. Uh, you know, for the community, I think is one of those things, okay. but. I, but I, I, I'm like I'm belligerent now. I think I'm like I'm settled into this. Like I know it's going to be unbalanced and wacky. Like I'm okay with it. Like I'm never going to be like, "Lol, let's not look at the m- numbers. Let's just shout no, no, for glory." Because out. I'm obviously not a moron who like clearly licks bench seats, um, specifically aimed comment there. Just like to point out.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, but. Um, yeah, I'm not some weird guy who eats dice and falls asleep underneath tables at tournaments. That is specifically you. throwing at <laughs> one other person. Uh
0: thanks to Hish Horsey for donating two pounds sixty nine to the show. Um uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey Ziggy, what's going on? Uh, big love to you. Um uh, <laughs> I would say I would say that um uh, that I I think as a community because I because I'm no longer like oh this is bad let's highlight why it's bad I don't shouldn't need to have that conversation with the audience because I've got a very smart audience I've got a very switched on right. audience so my conversation is really preaching to the choir so I don't need to be a part of that so what I need to think up is what can I do as a commentator or as a talking head like for the audience and it's like how can you lean into it because it's also the feelings I have it's one of the great things about leaving Games Workshop and being a part of the community again is that. I get to, like, feel what everyone else is feeling and be a part of the process. And I think one of the things that um, I want to lean into is just to accept it, to, like, embrace it so hard. Like, cool, it's broken. Then let's, like, let's either try and destroy it with some, like, jank that's so jank it, like, it it, make, it bends minds. Or...
1: can shame like, them be, so much they never run the army again.
0: Yeah, just, just be like... Like yeah, like King shame's another one that's fun. Uh, although I don't really want to affect anyone else's fun, so I don't think that. But I think you can like you can take the piss. I think there's a good level of like camaraderie that you can like as long as it's well-meaning, not like mean. I think that there's a oh, Hish horsey. Goddamn. damn! Uh, thanks for donating uh... <laughs> one pound
1: <laughs> sixty nine. <laughs> uh,
0: it's this horsey thing. They're 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 loving it. They're they're loving that. that...
1: And I guess with Age of Sigmar, like we know, it's been broken and bent as balls forever. Like there never has been a point where it's balanced. Like there's always those matchups that you're like, God damn it! But you're like, I can make a game out of this. I can hope for the double somewhere along the line. Spread my stuff out, and I think just forty k has a harder option of that, especially with that Dallas GP tra- GT train.
0: <laughs> hey, I actually think that the train makes sense like that's it makes sense like okay. you
1: just... aesthetically it just kills me it's a kick to the nuts when i look at it but that's america every time right aesthetically america <laughs> that's a
0: country it's just, i really us podcasters love you tons anyone who's listening and
1: also i don't see you i play with so them watching. a lot they're amazing they're great there's some really good people in there and there's you know it's the two sides you get you get, you get the whole package with that all your youtube uh, comments come from america by the way yeah
0: because they're lunatics yeah (laughs) um uh, you're gonna have fun smashing evil space elves with the new orcs i think i think that's not really the point right like i think the point is it's not that like someone's like oh everyone someone's got a strong gun it's like well someone's going to give me a better gun next week like i don't think that's the conversation i just (laughs) think that because because then it's like once i've got my strong gun someone's going to be given a stronger it's it's just cyclical so like, there's always a point. So you need to develop an attitude to be inside of the competitive like environment where you just don't give a fuck and you're just there, just like balls out to the wall. And I think that that's great. There is, of course, the competent art of war kind of like 40k like, right? Let's really like break it down like. And that's happens in Age of Sigma as well. Like, there's a really great people who do that. And I, I think I'm part of that conversation. Like, I, I get it, but at the same time. There needs to be, for everyone, just a general attitude. And I'm, like, really into it now. Like, 2021, just giving a, giving a fuck less, but kind of giving a fuck more, if that makes sense. Just, right. just having fun. Like, if your focus is, I'm gonna have a good time, that's your focus. No one can take that away from you. Doesn't matter on the power level of the army. Doesn't matter how broke the game is. No one can take that from you if that's your focus. I'm and gonna
1: have fun. Have, you're playing against an opponent. It doesn't matter the army that you have, <clears throat> be a good person. I've said this numerous times. My bad experiences in tournaments are against bad people, not their list. Right? Playing Ridge in the fifth round with his seraphon, he was an awesome guy. It was a great time. I'll play that matchup any other day. I yeah, if you're an A-hole and you're playing an A Hole army, it makes it really hard to have a good good time <laughs> in that three and a half hours that you share. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I think that's what Owen's just saying in the chat. I think this is a really interesting and pressing conversation. I spoke to my mate midweek who was converted and painted in a themed Iron Death Deacon and Dots Kane army. I don't want to play them as people shit on how powerful they are. We have to be careful with our language around people's hobby. Now, I agree with that. I agree with that. But also, like... I don't have to play him now, because he's not bringing him. so fucking brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck do you want from me? (laughs) There was no one who ever came up against me who was like, fucking got robbed of his Chaos wars. I'm going to keep the fuck out of him, this is great. Like, no one, like, I don't, like, it's not my fault. Your your, your
1: worst gaming experience was against an opponent, I'm just generally guessing here, against an opponent who slow played and you just had a brutal experience. It wasn't the army that he had, it was how he played it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's an Italian fella playing
0: horrible. 40k. That was the worst yes. experience of my life.
1: Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I see you. Look, you get like PTSD from it.
0: <laughs> I still hate that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you see him cross the road, you will not break him.
0: <laughs> oh, red Camellios, I know I'm going to get bodied at Barbarian Brawl, but the army's going to be fun. So shrug. That's it. Let's have some fun. Um, uh, yeah, and I think yeah, I would say um, uh, I think I, I, and I think it's down to the tos to make sure people have fun. Like, I think that's kind of the conversation. Asking, asking players to just have fun is fucking weird. It's really weird. Maybe this comes back to doing nightclubs. Like, I would, get, like, I would do quite a lot of <laughs> nightclub consultancy and bar consultancy, and people would be like, oh, we don't have a lot of people coming through the door. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you do? They're like, well, we open them and we sell beer. And I'm like, I yeah. get it. I get that you think that that's all you have to do, but what you have to do is let people have a good time. And they're like... What and I'm like, yeah. You have to be. <coughs> you have to be actively present in making people have a fun time. And they're yeah, like, yeah. And you need no. a
1: theme. You need. It. And then once you start developing, uh, like uh, a culture,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like a status, then that will draw people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like basically, where OJ's at with his tournaments now.
0: Yeah, just have, just have, have a fun time, right? Yeah. Um. And a uh, question, does a 4 k and AOS need some sort of judge program system kind how Magic the Gathering runs in judges? Yes, Kelbar. And it should be paid for by Games Workshop, not anyone else. 100%. And they should just be like, oh, you have an event with 200 people. We'll send all of our judges out because the credibility of our game is important to us because we make so much fucking money from it. That would make sense. Um, but again, not talking about the company, just talking about other stuff. That's fine. It's really hard not to. I've tried super hard. So I think I'm going to
1: run a tournament. My next tournament I'm going to run, I'm going to specify that the terrain can't be passed over.
0: Oh, impassable. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to look at my terrain pack? Um, Oh on. Because it's nearly finished. I'm just waiting for Scrivo to do the art because he's a little legend. Um, So do (laughs) the art for me. All the keywords and stuff are done. So we're good there. Uh, I'm going on Vince's show on July the 12th uh to, yeah hopefully to to bring in the american audience Jesus
1: good God, luck talk, talking on that show
0: i'll talk re- i'll talk really slow uh, <laughs> bring pictures i'm gonna i'm gonna bring pictures i'm gonna bring loads of pictures that's, that's my yeah oh, i'm gonna get real into it pictures um, of
1: food you know <laughs> keep them enticed <laughs>
0: uh so um yeah looking forward to that can i talk can i can i tell you about one suggestion i've made for Age of Sigmar terrain which like now i've settled on it like i'm ready to die on this hill forever and ever and ever
1: what would you say if i said no
0: it's fine <laughs> i'm just gonna die on the hill i'm like i refuse to move from this i will join what i like i'll be like the ninth age but not that whatever like age of sigma second age they'll be like this is one guy playing second age um Certain pieces of faction terrain, and I'll name them. I'll name them. Ineth Boats. Yep. Lumineth Shrine. Yep. <laughs> um uh oh God, why can't I think of the rest? Oh, the OCR Bone Reapers Tour, the the yep. tower, the the, the thingy. Pierman. Probably the Loon Shrine. Um uh any think of it. What was the one you said? Oh no that's it. The uh, Seraphon. Seraphon Ziggurat. those ones. Yep. Replace a piece of terrain on the board, so I like all of my all of my boards have predetermined terrain. Like this yep. is where the terrain is. Thumb, yeah. So there's a big advantage there because you could remove a piece of impassable terrain and replace it with your faction terrain. Like yep. and obviously you still have to fit within the requirements of what your faction terrain says. Like it has to be in your territory or whatever.
1: OJ did that already on Hammer Time Eight.
0: Did he? Yeah. Did he? Nice. Well, was that just the boats or was that everything?
1: Uh. The only time i seen it come up against an opponent was against the Seraphon Ziggurat. No, I think... And, and, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, no, it's part of the pack. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't read it because Fucking I'm every yes, other player. <laughs>
0: maybe I, uh, I didn't like maybe maybe he's already done it. And this is just me speak, preaching to the choir. Um, yeah. Would Skaven Norhold? No, they wouldn't. Skaven Norhold wouldn't fit into that because theirs they're, 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 yeah, is very specific. So
1: it was just the Ziggurat and Nexus because it's the
0: size. Oh, okay. Ziggurat and Nexus. I'm taking it further. Yeah. Boats, yep. luminous Shrine. Uh, and maybe, maybe, based on feedback, specifically, I ring Nathan, he shouts at me and tells me to fuck off for five minutes, and then he tells me what he really thinks about the Loon Shrine. I think it works for the Loon Shrine as well. Um, does that mean you replace all the terrain with boats? No, you just, like, if you have no. two boats, you would just replace piece, two pieces of terrain.
1: It allows them to actually play a game and not choke point areas with your freaking terrain. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> uh how many boats i did
0: get one no they get two they get two boats they just just put them wherever like and then you're not like i honestly can i just say that like it wasn't until i settled on this i was like I was like kind of like wistfully like doing some jobs and i can't remember what it was and i was like isn't it wild that we ever let that be a thing like isn't it fucking wild is it wild as a to you walked over to a table and then there was a bloke who, like, gleefully looked you in the eye and was like, look what I've done to this cunt. I've just put two boats in front of his army. <laughs> <laughs> like, and laughed. Like a serial killer. I was thinking about this. I was, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was, like... like uh, Anyway, I don't know. There was a long-winded there was a long kind of, like, joke that I'm going to make on Vince's show where I compare them to school shooters. We're I'll, finally I'll starting
1: to get to the point where people are starting to write rules themselves. Instead of just taking what GW's given us and taking it at that and saying that's a good experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that that, it's just really good for the players. Like, like, what do you lose? Some guy doesn't get to maniacally block your whole army off. Fuck him. End conversation. Like, fuck him. Yeah, or them or her or whoever. Yeah, fuck him. Right. I can't and deploy you, my like,
1: army. Oh, the, the idea deep care of deep and player is like, you know what? I'll make it feel better. I'll deploy half my army too. Yeah, but fucker, you get yours on the second turn. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of your strategy.
0: <laughs> it's just wild. An event where does uh, at an event where does the train that comes off the table go? I think that's great at the TSN Arena, which is a controlled environment. But a hundred plus player event hall, it becomes an issue. Thanks, Pete. Really good point. Uh, I would say that at a hundred plus event. One of the things that really should happen is there should be there should be uh, volunteers be or people who get paid to make sure that that's the situation. You could just ask everyone to act responsibly as well. I think just because there's a pro, like because it's hard if you scale it up to a hundred people. I mean, there's a conversation there. Should we really be hosting events that are two hundred people where basically it's a free for all and hopefully people play games? That's what we currently have as a system. I feel like maybe there's an opportunity for people to. Build a business up in stages, um, and do better.
1: But- LVL did a good job of having the mats. Uh, they had map packs beside the tables of how the terrain should be set up, because terrain's always going to get moved in games. Always, yeah. especially when large tournaments, people are going to like. Oh, I'm just going to move all this whole thing that you just dedicated a lot of time to setting up. My army is very large. I need to set on the table. So, fuck your shit. <laughs> <laughs> sweet <laughs> but uh,
0: pete uh, like pete, pete makes a really fair point but i don't think we should i don't think we should like i don't think there should be like a bunch of one day two day 30 man events where it was v- it would be very possible very possible to have it so that faction terrain replaced a piece of terrain on a terrain map board i don't think that is a good argument like because there's a couple of people who want to badly run a hundred people events like do you know what yeah. i mean like they don't want to staff it or they don't want to come out of the cost People, like, people are always talking about people who run like huge events. They're like, yeah, well, they haven't made any money. And I'm like, okay, well, then why have they done it? Like, I just want it to yeah. be fun. And I'm like, cool, but is it? Like, have they done a good job? If the answer is no, then what the fuck are they doing? Like, that's embarrassing. So, anyway, I think that there's a, a better I'm going on one now. I'm going to get back to painting and talking about models I like. So that's my suggestion for terrain. Dayton, Twitch chat, how do you feel about that? I think that works. Oh, yeah. o- also, Silver Wildwoods replace a piece of terrain, and when they yep. cast to summon a piece of terrain they replace another existing piece of terrain other than faction terrain on the board
1: right as long as the tournaments are running like a decent amount of terrain
0: yes of course
1: right because there's a lot of age of sigma tournaments that people think terrain isn't important and in fact it really is yeah um, yeah I like it I like it
0: like uh, so do this piece of faction terrain keep the scenery rule that was on the piece of the table when it was laid out no so there's an nope. advantage for the people placing the piece of terrain so you don't and have to box someone in but you
1: can replace I'm a big advocate for putting at least a commanding or arcane in the opposite ends of the deployment zones
0: uh, uh, yeah I don't know if mystical terrain will uh, survive until the next edition so like I'm not really thinking about mystical terrain
1: no not mystical but uh, arcane
0: yeah no um, no mystical it's called the mystical terrain table oh okay that's yeah. that's what they're all that's the that's the header category of uh, of all of those things yeah I'm not sure if that makes it also not sure it should be in there how does yeah. that sound? like I would rather we got some line of sight blocking terrain than like a bit of arcade, <laughs> if I'm honest <laughs> I really because David if I'm honest I'm really scared of your I was thinking about your bow stake list this morning yep. and I was like what am I gonna do and I was thinking about the couple of armies I've got at the minute and I was like not sure i have an answer because it's 24 inches i was like because i was planning on running like some zinch lists but running untamed beasts because i never ran change host uh zinch i ran uh, like a high drop count still eternal conflagration but a high drop count with the two units of untamed beasts just so i could kind of avoid the alpha and then i could just like trade in the mid board early which i feel zinch kind of generally struggles with um that was kind of the list i was generally planning on running and running anyway 24 inches man I can't stop you. <laughs> you no, still to all of my dude. That was a
1: that was a big part of my list was the opponent's setup, they see where I set up, and they go, Okay, I'm gonna give you the turn because I think I'm safe. And then I roll my run dice, my two D six, and I get like an eleven or a ten, and now I'm flying 18 inches up the board, and now I have a six inch charge. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's, i love my list it's fun uh smorgan has given me a couple of renditions of it as well they are, are interesting
0: oh nice uh, nice nice
1: i just like not setting up marathi Marathi's awesome though she you like marathi greats. i do I, I like her in the game she sets up a really tough obstacle for a lot of people and i like the fact that if you do take her you are taking a lot out of the army like the replacement for her, you get a lot. So there's what? an even exchange.
0: <clears throat> okay. Yeah. That's Whereas,
1: cool. like, say, like Croak, if I take him out, you're not replacing him with something that's as tough as him. Unless it's like, you know, 80 skinks. <laughs> Lol.
0: <laughs> Lol jokes. <laughs> uh, 320 points is madness. Uh, there's a Scuttlebutt, I think. Isn't there a Scuttlebutt that um, uh, I heard this from various sources that the scuttlebutt at the moment is that croak is not good now um is the general scuttlebutt that's that's
1: what i've been hearing uh they've been having a hard time making him viable in lists Mm -hmm. and uh the conversation goes back to they're okay without him (laughs) like it's okay not to dominate every phase in the game seraphon you'll do just fine without him
0: they're going to do great. Uh... Yeah, you fall <laughs> back
1: on skinks and salamanders and Bastildons. Like, Bastildons are awesome.
0: Stegadons are great. Can we talk about yeah, like Stegadons? Stegadons are, Stegadons are, awesome. are so good. Stegodons are great.
1: Temple Guard. Temple Guard are awesome.
0: They are. They, they are, You ever go into the
1: light army thinking that you can just, like, take it back objective and then all of a sudden you get their focus? You're like, oh, fuck, wait. They're actually really good. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, my God. They're two wounds. <laughs> Damn. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the two wounds, Phoenix Guard, well, not quite Phoenix Guard, because Phoenix Guard... They all get the four out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, my point is, my point is, is uh, I had no idea what to do about it. Um, the only thing I could think was, hopefully I could hide behind, like, a bit of obscurity. Like but like but uh
1: You can't, because I teleport.
0: I can hide a bit. I can hide some yeah, of my army.
1: Um, when I played against Noah... Numerous times, because he's beaten me twice now with my list, mm-hmm. with his Boingot Bounders. <laughs> yep. And he hides his Shaman and stuff, like, inside the Loon Shrine. Like, there's that little hovel. He sticks his stuff in there. So I Did can't he turn it
0: around there. and then hide it yep.
1: inside? Yeah, like, he, he faces it, so you just, <laughs> I can't get to it. Because that's his buffing piece, right? That's his minus one to your saving. And his, uh, yeah, everything else. It's It's pretty funny. And Boingot boundaries, man. Oh they, they, taking a double turn from them, they will wipe you off the board.
0: They're good. They're really good. I'm excited for Boingrotts in the future, actually. I think that yeah, runs
1: He runs forty five. He runs 45 Forty five
0: Boingrotts. Of,
1: yeah, he runs three groups of fifteen. With the uh loom boss on Mangler Squid. Squig. Yeah, Mangler Squid. Not Mangler. Just the little squig. So he gives oh. him the run and charge or whatever it is. Okay. And he runs the Shaman with the Artifact to put you at minus one save.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It's a good list. It's a really good list. And it'll catch people off guard if you don't know how to play against it.
0: I mean, is it nine Goblapaloozas is the, the, my current it's question not, about games? It's not. That's all, uh, that's all Is I there any say. stock?
1: Is there any Goblapalooza stock left?
0: Really? <laughs> I think England, we sold all of it. The
1: confused <laughs> merchants.
0: <laughs> merchants around the country like, what is happening? Uh, because if, if nathan's getting sent some i imagine there's someone else who heard it on the show and was like should i run nine gobbler Should <laughs> you should you yep. should run nine gobbler losers? i hope they don't fix that in Age of sigma three as well i hope like they completely ignore that as an faq and someone does something mental with nine gobbler losers. um uh, morning guys i hope you are well. watch every thanks for donating 100 bits uh, loads of love. Owen says the 1,800 point lists for Thundertone, where some lists are only 1,800, some are 2,200. He th- yep. still thinks it's scary as hell. Oh, yeah. Prop uh, Prop Joe says, uh, who says Kroku's bad now? It's just one of the things you generally hear, Prop Joe, like there's scuttlebutts yeah. amongst people. Um, but I can't give you the sources of said scuttlebutts. You scuttlebutt
1: know, like AOS3 rules. There is people out there that are given the information if you choose to listen.
0: Sounds It sounds very probable. Or the greatest troll of all time. That's we, We're never sure. We're never sure. Uh, someone who's invested in Gobblepalooza stonks is cashing the fuck in, says so Killy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, please, if anyone is interested, there was a uh, there was an eBay seller which I thought was interesting with uh, a lot of Gobblepaloozas I saw yesterday. It's called uh, uh, Rob's Gobblepalooza Market uh, is the name of the eBay seller. I'm not sure who it is, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you might want to go check those guys out. Uh, they seem to know what they're doing. Have you um yeah. uh, Dayton, have you ever like done any of the kind of like uh have you how do you generally sell your armies? Like what's your process?
1: I don't. Oh, okay. I feel weird about it. Uh, I just sold I printed out the, the that Zeech um, Demon. Lord of Change guy. Yeah. From Archvillain. Amazing place. Uh, if you want any awesome demon models, they're the best. He's done and I, paint, I, I painted it up, and I sold it to a buddy. And okay. I sold it for 100 bucks. How do you was feel fun. about that? It, uh, Yeah, it's weird. Like, why, I have why, armies why? I probably should sell. I just, I, I can't, I have a hard time putting a value to my effort. Oh, yeah.
0: True.
1: You know, like, what do you charge at? Like, if I charge what I charge what I actually make, you're not affording my army. <laughs> you know
0: yeah so uh, yeah i mean yeah, some people uh, some yeah. people just some people just paint them and move on don't they that's kind of their process
1: yep um, like i have my, my tower army. i'm happy to get rid of it if anyone wants to buy it i just i don't want to put a price to it yeah <laughs> that's true and you can't put a price to tower right now anyways stocks are low <laughs> stocks are really low
0: it's <laughs> really low really low hang on, on yeah,
1: hang on to that wait for it to come back up
0: <laughs> um, uh, Shelf loathing says that selling army sucks. You put him on money and tons of effort to paint it, then people offer you only fraction of the most price, let alone the labor cost. Shelf loathing, I agree, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there's
1: a lot, a lot of room for uh, haggle when it comes to stuff like that.
0: <sighs> it, is. it is. I've sold stuff for like the. I've sold stuff that's for pretty much the the cost of what it um, of what it costs to buy is in minis um yeah. like I, I sold my custodian army to a very lovely bloke lovely lovely guy a teacher over in america like just super nice we talk, we spoke a few times and um uh and i was like oh, i put quite a lot of effort into that i thought like not tons not tons and tons and tons but like quite a bit and um i was like you know what you're not like you're not getting paid back for that i think is one of those important things so it's something <clears> to <throat> always be conscious of when you are starting a project which is why i'm like really keen for people to just get their army done like whatever style Do you know what i mean just get it done as long as it's like yeah. cohesive and it has a theme then i'm super uh, not ghost ghost theme is n- not into ghosts yeah. <laughs> like,
1: i suffer a lot too from if people are new to the hobby i give them a lot more because i just want them to be part of the hobby that i love there's yeah. that part of it too like that's i've given right. stuff away for a fraction of the price just so the fact that they can enjoy something that i really enjoy
0: that's nice yeah, that's nice. I Thanks. think, um, do you have uh, one of those setups where if, because uh, you've got more than one army, right? Do you have like an right. army for like people who come over and play sort of yep. a situation?
1: Yeah. yeah, Seraphon or Sylvaneth. So- <laughs> <laughs> no, I you play the Sylvaneth. I give you another army. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's like, like in like of, uh, the look of Sylvaneth Sil- not to. She was, we we're doing bedroom talk and she was like, you know what? Kind of looking at this other army. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it
0: trees oh no uh what yeah. is that they uh they get an update in kragnos anyway so
1: uh yep. they, the, the yeah PAL they'll level... get a whole faction rewrite hopefully yeah yeah way more uh, than i'd Nath deepkin yeah i want so to see the... every war scroll redone <laughs> <laughs> except maybe the dreadwood guides uh the evil sylvaneth whatever they're called the What well, you yeah. want to
0: see? You don't want to see them get an update, or you do want to? There, I
1: think. An I think their score is pretty good. Eighty points for five. I can see them at two wounds, maybe. Their attacks who, are three. The spy days. revenants,
0: who are you yeah. talking about?
1: Yeah. Oh, revenants. okay. I
0: don't think, think Spy revenants get two wounds. They're too. They're too little.
1: They're big bases. They're thirty twos.
0: It's true. It's true, but I don't think we've seen like, thralls and other stuff get like two wounds, have we? So probably no, not. But
1: you don't see thralls, so there you go. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. What about why haven't spite revenants got a spell? Because they're a wizard themselves and they do mortal wounds on fives to hit if they get the spell off. Where's that
1: for the spite revenants? Like do fire warlocks? Let's see that. If there's five of them, they do d6 mortal wounds to (laughs) you.
0: We more of this, more of that, please. Spite revenants. Spite revenants are sixty points, but movement five inches is awful. Says OJ. Yeah, agreed. They teleport
1: through the woods. That mechanic is really good and never gets denied.
0: Come on, OJ. <laughs> uh, Agul says, I think they have quite a few good War Scores already. It's some of the heroes' points and legions abilities that don't really work. Yeah, it's yeah, the I big would...
1: trees that you want to use are just not there. Except and they, their, also don't, they can be. They yeah, they also don't out. really
0: have many command abilities or abilities that overlap, or if they do, they're very hard to achieve. Like, there's a lot of holy with it, um, like, which is very close. So... Um, uh, yeah it's Morgan, tree revs are so awesome and still bad they are like th- what's really interesting is tree revs like kind of sit alongside shadow stonkers but shadow stonkers is just a billion times better so which is just wild um see you later uh, Magic Horn. heading off the day catch all later bardic broadcast the guy who made here request is streaming should give him a raid okay bardic broadcasts well we need to go anyway so let's, oh, do, yeah. That. Yeah, let's that do that yeah that guy's awesome we've hit our time um oh, look at that. thanks everyone people for tuning know in and, see
1: you created something everyone's about it what the whole rating now oh That's yeah
0: safe. it's nice it's
1: nice it's yeah, super fun great uh
0: thanks for being on the show Dayton. appreciate it of
1: course i'm gonna go back to bed <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh thanks everyone in the chat for hanging out with me today it's been lovely of you uh we've got a we're gonna do another hangout tomorrow monday show uh, both shows are gonna be super really really super just as good as this show and tomorrow's show but um look at the you're stats you're gonna have uh,
1: released models on monday too
0: yeah yeah yeah. We'll be live all next week for the uh preview shows as well so get ready for the uh, for all of that. It's been lovely hanging out with you guys today. Thanks Dayton. Um we're going to go do a raid now. Let's go. There's Ron. That. There you go. My pleasure. My pleasure. Hope you're all well. Look after yourselves and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>